0: It's described as PNG's number one killer, with thousands acquiring the disease every year. Tuberculosis has long posed a serious threat to the people of Papua New Guinea, but the COVID-19 pandemic has made it worse. This coming Thursday is World TB Day, but the civil society group Business for Health, or B4H, want to see a greater emphasis on raising awareness about the disease. Project manager for B4H Anne Clark told Don Wiseman that they want to see a year-long focus on the deadly disease. She explained how COVID-19 has affected TB treatment. The situation for TB in 2022 is now worse than it was. In 2017, when PNG was showing progress against achieving reductions in the rates of TB in PNG. So, the coronavirus pandemic and all of the associated measures has disrupted progress on PNG's achievements in reducing the burden of tuberculosis. So World TB Day in 2022 is more important than ever before. Are you able to give us a handle on numbers? Yes, and reporting in these times has been very difficult. But what we do know is that, and this is a very clear and direct measure, is that there was a reduction in case notifications in PNG because people weren't turning up to get tested. And if we base the case finding rates on 2019, we estimate that there will be 40,000 cases of TB in PNG this year. And like in 2019, where we, where we know the, the numbers were more accurate, we will see another more than 4,000 deaths from tuberculosis alone huge isn't it it is there is no value in comparing numbers from one disease to another but any delay in case finding for a tuberculosis patient is potentially a death sentence but the coronavirus for most young people with no comorbidities is not a death sentence it's a very serious illness with potentially lethal implications but Papua New Guineans are largely young People with TB are mostly of working age or children, which is quite a different profile from from the coronavirus. So getting people to reacquaint themselves with the differences in the diseases just complicates things. So World TB Day, but you want Mm -hmm. to make it World TB Year. Yes, we do. Because TB treatment lasts a minimum of six months. And if it's complicated tuberculosis, it might be longer than that if it's drug-resistant tuberculosis that might also be more complicated and more difficult to adhere to. So it takes a year to cure a patient of TB. So we need people to be attentive around the issues of tuberculosis and helping people to speak openly and to seek help for TB absolutely every day. So World TB Day is the start of our campaign. With your association with businesses, what are you aiming specifically to have them do? How will they help this process? Well, first of all, they pay us. And If the wealthier businesses in town become our sponsors, what we know for sure is that healthy people are usually wealthier people, therefore they spend more money and they're better for the economy and in very crude terms. From a business perspective, if a business learns to manage the cases of TB amongst its staff and their families better, they become more productive and therefore more profitable businesses. So the business case is clear. If you engage with us to learn how to manage TB better, your staff will cost you less. You won't have to replace them. They'll be healthier and more productive. When you talk about extending out for a year, you've got a whole series of programs planned, I presume. Yes. So what we usually do through the year... So our song contest is merely to get your attention, Don, and I'm very disappointed you won't sing for us on radio. Um, (laughs) You wouldn't be. You wouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, the point is we run training programs to make sure that from senior management level through HR departments down to the shop floor, workplaces have the culture of being able to seek help without fear of losing their job and can expect support when they put their hand up needing help to get access TB treatment. But the other really big thing in understanding TB services is that TB treatment can be accessed for free. And a lot of workplaces do not understand that because a lot of workplaces in especially larger workplaces are often managed by expatriates in Papua New Guinea. And there's that sense that private medical services may be better or more efficient, but the reality is that when people learn to understand the very excellent world class tv services in png not only is it free but it means that family extended family and community members learn to also access tb services because tb is not genetic tb travels with the person who is coughing and wherever they go and that that requires a whole of community input and access to services which are good and excellent they're there but a lot of workplaces don't understand that clinical pathway if someone's got tb and they get COVID, what happens What we know is that they are both respiratory viruses. It seems that the Omicron variant doesn't seem to affect the lung tissue in quite the same way. But what we also know is that the Delta variant did not disappear. We also know that there are other variants may be brewing at any time. The death rates in, say, Hong Kong with this new variant are largely as a consequence of a very low level of vaccination in the older population of Hong Kong, and it may not be as virulent as in it kills as many people, but it's so infectious, many more people are being infected. So if we go back to that discussion about age, if we have the new variant in PNG, many, many people may not be very, very sick, but older people who are already sick are more likely to be very, very unwell. Those who are vaccinated are less likely to get sick. Anne Clark speaking to Don Wiseman.